0: Having an unloving self-talk made it really hard for me to be able to give true love and compassion to others. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach devoted to helping you transform your communication. Because when you transform your communication, you transform your life and all your relationships. Thank you so much for joining me today as we start a new month. If this is your first time tuning into the Language Alchemy Podcast, you are welcome, and if you've been listening to the podcast for some time, I'm so grateful you're here, and you may have noticed that I mentioned what's going on in our social environment in many episodes. This is because our social environment, with its various layers of culture, can strongly influence the way we communicate. Later in the year, I am going to devote a podcast episode to the topic of cultural events and their influence on communication. During the month of February, I am going to refer to the event upon us, Valentine's Day. If you live in the United States or in a place influenced by it, you are going to be surrounded by quotes about love, heart-shaped decorations, and strong reminders to buy a special someone a Valentine's Day gift. So, during this month, I'm going to give you transformative communication tools to express love in a conscious and authentic way. In this episode in particular, I want to focus on something that Valentine's Day doesn't often address, and that is expressing love to ourselves. Yes, Valentine's Day is all about expressing love to others, and of course, That's a beautiful and necessary component of thriving conscious relationships. At the same time, we also need to nurture the relationship with ourselves and learn to express love to ourselves. Because like many of us, you may be inclined to be very generous expressing love to others. But as you listen to this episode, you may notice that you may be stingy expressing love to yourself. So, let's talk about this. (music) To start, I have some questions for you. How do you talk to yourself about yourself? Do you address yourself with love? And when I say love here, I'm talking about love in its many shapes, such as kindness, gentleness, warmth, friendliness, appreciation, So, do you address yourself with some of these forms of love? Or do you criticize yourself when you make a mistake? Do you blame yourself for your simple human limitations? Do you scold yourself when maybe you couldn't be available to someone who needed you because you had to tend to yourself and your needs? If your answer to addressing yourself with love was no and your answers to the questions of criticizing, blaming, or scolding yourself were yes, then this episode is going to be really useful for you. And it's true. We can be so tough on ourselves. I know it firsthand. And later in the episode, I'll tell you about one of the self-criticisms I need to keep in check. I'd like you to know that if you are harsh on yourself when you talk to yourself in your internal dialogue or when you talk about yourself with others, you are not the only one. In fact, let me share a story I heard once. I can't remember which spiritual teacher I sat with shared this story, so please forgive me for not giving credit where credit is due. The story I heard was about one of the first meetings that His Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama, had with neuroscientists and meditation practitioners from the Western world. That was circa 1987, so we're talking about 36 years ago. In this meeting, the Dalai Lama was answering questions after he had given a Dharma talk on love and compassion. A woman asked the Dalai Lama if he had any advice about working with the inner dialogue when the inner dialogue was taken over by harsh self-criticism through his interpreter the Dalai Lama asked the woman to clarify the question he didn't really understand what harsh self-criticism was so he asked her for some examples so the woman shared some of the criticisms she would often say to herself in her internal dialogue. When the Dalai Lama heard this, he asked her, Do you say these hateful things to yourself? And the woman, in a matter-of-factly way, said, Yes, and I'm not the only one. So the Dalai Lama looked at the audience and asked, Do you also do this? And all the Westerners nodded. Upon seeing this, the Dalai Lama looked down in silence and started to weep. He couldn't understand why we would communicate to ourselves in these harsh ways and inflict so much suffering on ourselves. After wiping his tears off his face, the Dalai Lama said to the woman that his advice for everyone who had this experience was to learn to extend love and compassion to oneself he said extending love and compassion to yourself is the way to be able to give true love and compassion to another in the transformative communication work i do with my wonderful students and clients i hear again and again how they speak to themselves Some of these ways are simply mean and demeaning. And truth be told, like the neuroscientists and meditation practitioners who attended that first meeting with His Holiness the Dalai Lama, most people do this. We put ourselves down. We beat ourselves up. We call ourselves nasty names. We say discouraging things to ourselves. We doubt that we're enough or that we do enough. And we even turn ourselves against ourselves so much that in many cases with people I've supported, when we bring courageous awareness to the internal dialogue, what we find is that the inner talk centers around self-deprecation, self-hatred, and self-alienation. As you're listening to this, if you're recognizing, yes, yes. I think I talk to myself in these ways, Alejandra. Then take a deep breath and let that recognition sink in. Yeah, remember that in order to transform something, in order to do alchemy, we need to see what's going on first. Seeing how you talk to yourself is not something negative. If you don't know how you talk to yourself, and there's a lot of unloving self-talk going on in your internal dialogue, it will keep going, and it will keep inflicting suffering on you. Bringing awareness to how you are bringing unnecessary pain to yourself is really good, because if you discover that you are treating yourself in an unloving way, you can learn to change this. Yes, I have changed it in myself, and I've helped Hundreds of people talk to themselves lovingly. You can do it too. So now, take another deep breath, and this time, feel what it's like to know that it is possible to change how you talk to yourself. I know this for myself. For a long time, I worked on something I found on my internal dialogue. And that was the habit of calling myself lazy. I came from two parents who worked a lot. When I was young, they both had big and demanding jobs in their professions. So I grew up with the belief that if I wasn't working a lot, I was lazy until I burnt out. I burnt out when I was a university student because I was enrolled in two master degrees simultaneously. I later burnt out when I was a public school teacher working with kids from around the world who had a lot of trauma. Then I burned out when I was working full time as a translator and interpreter and I was getting my third master's degree. And all these times when I experienced burnout, how unloving my internal dialogue was that I was constantly calling myself lazy and I wasn't aware of the impact that it had in me. And as the Dalai Lama said to the woman in the story, having an unloving self-talk made it really hard for me to be able to give true love and compassion to others. Because when I perceived that those around me were not working hard, I would also judge them as lazy. But I changed this. And the reward came towards the end of 2022, last year, when I was heading towards burnout But thanks to how I learned to keep myself talking check, and how I learned to lovingly listen to the communication happening in my body, I was able to slow down, to ask for help, to give myself the time and space needed to rest and to make radical changes in my schedule. And as my communication with myself became more loving through the years, my communication with the people around me also became more loving. So many of my students and clients come to work with me to learn to communicate more lovingly with others. This is usually when they've received feedback from others that their communication lacks compassion, understanding, gentleness, kindness, warmth, friendliness, or empathy right? The various forms of love we talked about earlier. And when these forms of love are lacking in their interactions with others, during the course of our work together, we find that they're also lacking in their self-talk. To be able to appreciate others and give positive feedback, to have the ability to forgive others for their mistakes and their limitations, to be able to hold space for others and listen to others, We need to be able to communicate lovingly, and it's extremely hard to do this with others if we don't do it with ourselves. As you consider how to express love for others as Valentine's Day approaches, I encourage you to consider first how you can turn that expression of love towards yourself first. And to do that, I'm going to give you some homework. (music) This week, track how you talk to yourself. Every time you catch yourself talking to yourself in your internal dialogue, write that down. You can use a small notepad carried around with you in your pocket. You can use your favorite note-taking app. You can use voice memos, whatever it is. Every time you notice how you talk to yourself, you write that down. And if you do this for seven days you likely strike gold because the way we talk to ourselves tends to be repetitive. So you're going to find good stuff there. Then on the eighth day, read what you tracked during the previous seven days. As you read what you tracked during the previous seven days, go back to the questions I asked you in the beginning of this episode. How do you talk to yourself about yourself? Do you address yourself with some of the forms of love? Do you criticize yourself when you make a mistake? Do you blame yourself for your simple human limitations? Do you scold yourself when you are not able to be available to others because you're tending to your own needs? And if after answering these questions, you find that your self-talk is not loving, then it's time to transform your communication. I can attest that transforming your communication is a radical act of self-love. And in case you're wondering, no, having a loving self-talk doesn't lead to arrogance or inflating your ego. A loving self-talk benefits you and everyone around you. So, if at the end of these seven days of tracking your self-talk, you recognize that transformation is needed reach out to me. Right now, I have three spots for one-on-one transformative communication coaching. And if you'd like to know if this would be a good fit for you, sign up for a 60-minute reduced rate consultation with me at languagealchemy.com. In this initial consultation, you'll tell me about your situation and your needs. I'll offer you coaching. I'll give you suggestions for your alchemical path ahead. And we'll also talk about whether it would be useful for you to work with me for three, six, or nine months. Again, you can schedule a one-hour reduced-rate consultation with me at languagealchemy.com. And now, let's recap what you've learned in this episode. As Valentine's Day approaches, I focused on communicating love to yourself. I asked you some questions to bring awareness to your internal dialogue. I shared a story I heard from a spiritual teacher. I described some ways in which we talk to ourselves unlovingly. I explained the impact our unloving self-talk in our communication and also how it affects the interaction with others. I gave you an example from my own life and shared how I worked with it. And I left you with some homework. And also an invitation to work with me in one-on-one transformative communication coaching. Stay tuned because next week we're going to talk about how to express love consciously and authentically with someone who's been in our life for a long time. Thank you so much for listening. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary LaPau. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.